When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on the voice of your Edmonton Oilers and Eskimos. 6.30 Chad. The Ottawa Senators have just scored, so that ties the game with Montreal 1-1 halfway through the second period. No scoring in the first between the Capitals and the Rangers. The Oilers did not skate today. They will play Los Angeles tomorrow, game two of the five-game road trip. 7 o'clock face-off show right here on 6.30, Chad. The game will commence at 8.30. Mike Babcock fired as coach of the Maple Leafs. Sheldon Keefe up from their farm team to take over. Here's team president Brendan Shanahan. Well, I think Sheldon's earned it. I, I think if you look at Sheldon's track record, uh, the players, uh, the amount of players that play on the Toronto Maple Leafs that have played with Sheldon, for Sheldon, with the Marlies, uh, the job he's done in developing players for us that were some early uh, draft picks, some very late round draft picks, um, and then just his success. I I mean, he's had success basically everywhere he's coached since he started coaching. So uh, I think if you look around at lots of options and all the different options that are there, uh, and you look at someone who's been in an organization for quite some time now and had a lot of success and won a championship and knows these players uh, very, very well, um, it's a situation where he's earned it. Great text coming in from David. You can text 780-496-0063. Remember that number. The text number is now the same as the call number. David says, hey, Reed, Austin Matthews' body language looks off. Do you think he wants out of Toronto? Oilers fans are going to be making body language jokes for a long time. And I got to admit, a lot of them are pretty good. Thank you for that, David. All right, time for our Grey Cup feature. It is presented by Crystal Glass and Jiffy Lube, former Grey Cup champion, one of the all-time greats with the Calgary Stampeders. Pretty good NFL career as well. Please welcome former quarterback Jeff Garcia to the show. Jeff, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Always great to be back in the great province of Alberta, especially being here in Calgary. Well, it's it's great to have you on the show, and I appreciate you coming on an Edmonton radio station. I, I don't know if you remember, a, a few people listening tonight might have booed you at some point in your career, Jeff, but the, <laughs> that was all part of the fun, wasn't it? <laughs> Oh, absolutely. The great rivalry with Edmonton. Always look forward to the Labor Day Classic, the home and away, and uh, great fans up in Edmonton. And uh, we had some great games. Uh, I was part of uh, many of those, and many of those uh, that, didn't, um, that didn't unfortunately turn my way. But, uh, you know, that being said, uh, much respect for the Eskimos and what they've done throughout their organization's history. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure the fans booed me at some point, but I, I get over those things quickly. Yeah, well, most players tell you if, if they're booing you, it's probably because you're doing something well, right? So you might as well uh, you might as well enjoy it. When when you came to Calgary, like how quickly were you 
introduced to the Battle of Alberta or, you know, did a player take you aside and say, look, we play all these other teams across the country, but uh, this is the one that uh, feels a, a little different? Because I know some Eskimos players from the past have said they got indoctrinated to it, like even in training camp, like even in preseason games, like this is this is our rival. What was it like on your end? Yeah, well, I, you know, the first year I wasn't a starter. I was a backup on the stamps. And so just going into the game, I didn't probably realize until I actually saw on game day what it was all about. Yes, you hear about it. You you know the history of, of Edmonton and, and the Grey Cups and Warren Moon. And, you know, that was my connection to – uh, what Edmonton had done throughout their history, but to, to actually then witness the game itself and to be more of a fan on the sidelines, that first experience. But uh, the second year is when I truly got indoctrinated into the rivalry by being able to be a player on the field. Uh, we had the injury to Doug, unfortunately, midway through that season, and uh, I took over starting the week before the Labor Day Classic. So I had one start under my belt going into that game, and uh, I knew that it was going to be a big, big game and uh, a big one for me to be introduced to our hometown crowd. That was my first start at home was the Labor Day Classic back in 1995. Well, and I believe you had a pretty good game, if I remember correctly. Was that the was that the six touchdowns, or was that another game? It was game? okay. It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. That was six <laughs> touchdowns that day. So it wasn't a bad wasn't a bad intro to the fans uh, by any means. And then we were able to go up to Edmonton on Friday and and steal one from there as well. So to win the back to back, which is very difficult to do, obviously throughout the years, it hasn't been done very often. But to to be able to do that in my first try was uh, was very rewarding for me as a player and especially being introduced to the Calgary fan base and uh, to the Stampeders. Jeff, you know, football players are tough. They, they get banged around a lot, and they got to go out there every week and do it again and again. You mentioned the Friday rematch for the, uh, the Labor Day series. That's now been moved to Saturday in Edmonton, so an extra day off. It's still pretty close together, but an extra day off. What do you remember about your, your body went through playing the Labor Day Classic Monday afternoon and then playing again Friday night in Edmonton? I, I don't know if it, any other level of football, any other league, you would have had to turn around that quick. No, I, I really thought it was ridiculous, to be honest with you. I, I, as players, we thought that the scheduling of playing such an intense rivalry game on a Monday and then to have to do it again literally four days later uh, – was not an ideal situation. Moving it to Saturday is a little bit better, but we even see it in the NFL when a team plays on a Sunday night, then they have to play on a, or play, plays on a Sunday, they have to then turn around and play on a Thursday night. Your body cannot recover in time. Your your mind, uh, you're banged up physically. You're banged up mentally. Uh, obviously, the preparation that goes into that sort of game from a mental standpoint is limited because you don't have a lot of time. You're pretty much going to go right in with the same game plan. You know they're not going to change a whole lot. They are who they are. So that's probably the one positive out of it all is that you're playing the same team, and so you you know there aren't going to be a lot of changes that will be made. But uh, 
you know, to play the same team is not an easy thing to do either. And uh, you know that they're, especially if they lost the first one, they're going to be coming in riding riding an intensity and emotion to, to not lose a second one. And uh, you got to match their emotion, their intensity, and you got to be physically ready. And it's not easy to be ready within four days. Jeff Garcia joining us tonight on Inside Sports. Of course, former Calgary Stampeders quarterback, pro bowler when he played in the NFL. You were the most outstanding player of uh, the Grey Cup victory, 26-24 Calgary over Hamilton in 1998. I, I want to ask you, though, not about, about so much about that game, but about what are we today? It's Wednesday. The routine is a little different because you get into the city earlier. It's, it's the only game going on in the league. It's, it's for all the marbles. What do you remember about Grey Cup week, Jeff, the lead-up dealing with the distractions? Or maybe you didn't feel they were distractions. Maybe you, know, you were good at just saying, okay, here's my schedule and I'm, I'm sticking to it. Yeah, I mean, we were excited, obviously. We went into Winnipeg that week, got there probably on Tuesday, just like the teams arrived this week. I know that first night we let loose a little bit, and uh, we we combined with the Hamilton Tiger Cats, met up with them, or ran into them, and uh, it wasn't like you were playing the enemy. You were kind of all just a brotherhood that night. We had our fun, but uh, we got down to business the next few days and focused in. We had great leaders in our locker room that uh that really got everybody on the same page as far as what what we were there for what we needed to prepare for to limit the distractions and to really uh focus in because we had been there before we had been there in 95 in saskatchewan where we lost and uh we did not want to have that same feeling leaving the gray cup this time we wanted to be able to secure it to manage it to uh to be our best come game day and uh, it was a battle it was a great game um but yeah from a distraction standpoint i think we just got into a routine of just focusing on what we need to do uh paying attention to to the curfew and uh and self-monitoring i think that's what that team was best about was that uh from a leadership standpoint we had a lot of great veteran leaders and uh we we self-controlled our team it it wasn't left up to wally bono to to have to set the rules. We set the rules as a team. We managed each other, and we respected each other. And so I think that that was a great part of why that team was so successful. I, I, I can't believe you socialized with the Hamilton Tiger Cats four or five days before the big <laughs> game. That's amazing. Good for you guys. <laughs> That's incredible. When you play in this league long enough, you get to know players from other teams. There are players that probably played on your team that were now playing with the other team. And... Uh, Actually, one of my good roommates while I was here in Calgary at one point, Chris Burns, offensive lineman, he was now playing for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. So it's like you're connecting or reconnecting with, with old teammates, old buddies, and, and those things don't go away. You know, those things you realize that come Sunday, you're the enemy. But leading up to that point, hey, you're still a good guy and, and, and a good friend, and, and it's okay if we hang out and have a couple together. Oh, that's a, that's amazing, uh, Jeff. Just want to hit on a couple more things with you. It's been it's been ten years since you you played in the NFL. You know, since then there've uh, obviously been some great quarterbacks coming to the league. Uh, Wilson, uh, you know, Andrew Luck has come and gone. Uh, Newton, Watson. I'm probably missing some guys, but you know, it's it's only ten years, but it is kind of a couple generations of players. How do you compare quarterbacks today? 
to when you played? Like, would you say it's it's drastically different in what they can do and, and how they handle the game, or or do you kind of look at it and say, no, it's uh, kind of just kind of what I was doing too? I mean, I know, I know it's the same thing you were doing, right? But the game always evolves and changes. Sure. I mean, the speed and the size just seems to keep getting bigger and better. You know, um, it's definitely evolving that way. There are some tremendous quarterbacks out there with some tremendous ability. I think that I was one of those guys. I think that if I were to be coming out of college today, maybe I would be assessed differently than how I was assessed back 30 years ago when I was coming out. When I was coming out, everybody wanted that Troy Aikman guy, that 6'4", 6'5", 230 pounds, sit in the pocket. Well, now teams are looking for a guy who's a little bit more elusive, a little bit more of a of a of of a guy who can extend plays. You're looking at what the quarterback is doing out of Baltimore. I mean, he's phenomenal in how he plays the game. He's such a a dynamic player, and he's a nightmare for defenses. Uh, the young kid out of Arizona. Uh, we just I just saw him last week play against the 49ers, and he was giving them fits as to how he plays the game. Russell Wilson is one of the best somewhat of a Houdini out there on the field, how he extends plays, but yet plays the game with intelligence, makes good decisions. He's accurate with the football. He knows when to extend and when to play within the system. And so, you know, guys, that it, how this mold is, is going now to, toward a quarterback that has, has the ability to, to use his, utilize his legs to extend plays, to be a runner, um, to be that type of guy on the field, uh, it's created a difference, and uh, you know, the the kid Watson out of out of Houston, another player that just um, is is head and shoulders above what you would think they would be at being in just his third, fourth year in the league. Yeah, there's some guys that are are pretty amazing to watch. Jeff, you're uh, you're in Calgary for the Grey Cup. I know it's going to be a great week. Uh, just let people know what you're up to and uh, some of the things you're going to be involved in this week. Yeah, so I was fortunate last year uh, when the Grey Cup was held in Edmonton to have been a representative of Pennzoil Jiffy Lube at their tube slide at the uh, Grey Cup festivities. And so, uh, once again, they invited me back, and especially it being here in Calgary and my history with the Calgary Stampeders, uh, Pennzoil Jiffy Lube brought me back to uh, kick off the party tonight at Stampede Park to launch the Great Cup festivities and race down the tube slide. So I'm excited to get out there and sign autographs, throw footballs with the fans, slide down the slide, get some racing going on, and uh, and enjoy the experience. Uh, it's a lot of fun to be back up here in Calgary, to be part of the festivities, and to represent a great company, to re- represent great companies, great sponsors like Jiffy Lube and Pennzoil. Jeff, it is always great to have you on the show. I appreciate uh, the update on what you're doing, on your thoughts on, on some current players, and uh, really appreciate the memories as well from your days in the Canadian Football League. Thank you so much. You got it, absolutely. You take care. That is Jeff Garcia, our Great Cup feature today, presented by Jiffy Lube and Crystal Glass. A text to 780-496-0063. As much as I hate the Stampeders, I'm a huge 49ers fan. Nice to hear from Jeff Garcia. He was a great quarterback. 
another texter simply says, how the heck did Jeff Garcia ever manage to marry a Playboy playmate? That is beyond me. Must have been his big paychecks. LOL. All right. That's a text to 7804. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, sort of along the line of Playboy, I guess, we'll get to the Grey Cup sex question when we get back. You're listening to 6:30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Well, Terry Jones from Post Media here in Edmonton has taken up the reins of uh, taken on the reins of asking the sex question at the Grey Cup coaches news conference. Do you think your players should indulge in the deed? The week of the Grey Cup. Mike O'Shea from the Bombers with one of the best answers ever. It's been uh, eight years since we've climbed into this position. And another 29th as we finish the job. So there's going to be some nerves. And the uh, expectations are very high. And the anticipation can sometimes ruin the event. So I guess my guidance to the players would be, you know, don't exhaust yourself in the warm-up. That was good. All right. Uh, is there a point where that question maybe doesn't need to be asked anymore? That's... I don't know. Sometimes you get a good answer, but I'm kind of like, why? why? Uh, though that was worth it today. Uh, 37 years ago today, one of the most famous football plays ever. Harmon will probably try to squib it, and he does. Ball comes loose, and the Bears have to get out of bounds. Rodgers along the sideline. Another one. They're still in deep trouble at midfield. They tried to do a couple of... The ball is still loose as they get it to Rodgers. Yeah, the band is on the field, 1982, Stanford against California in the NCAA. So California with several laterals on a kickoff with uh, uh, with four seconds left. So Stanford went ahead with four seconds left, kicked off after the field goal, and Cal uses all the laterals and scores the winning touchdown. Members of the Stanford band thought the game was uh, over partway through the return, and the, the guy weaves through the band to score the touchdown, one of the craziest plays of all time. Thanks to the producer of Inside Sports, Dave Campbell, for throwing that in the folder. Dave is up next with Jason Moss, our final Eskimos coaches show of the season. Final look at the NHL scoreboard. The Senators and Canadians are tied 1-1 after 2. Peugeot and Suzuki, the goal scorers, and the Rangers lead the Capitals 1-0 with 8 minutes left in the second period. Panarin has his 10th of the season. Lots of news today. Thanks to Jeff Garcia, John Shannon, Drew Remenda, Rob Leth, and Kelly Rudy for checking in. Thanks to Kellen Kennedy, our studio producer this evening. And thank you so much to you for tuning in. Moss and Campbell next Eskimos Coaches Show. My name is Reed Wilkins. Have a great evening.
630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.